CJ Peterson, and welcome to The Journey is Real. We talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. Today, my guest is Martha Hoy, and we titled her podcast, Triumph Over Tragedy. Thank you for coming on today, Martha. Oh, thank you for having me. Now, on The Journey is Real, it's just as much the importance is held on the journey itself as well as the passion itself. But your journey had a lot of triumph and tragedy kind of mixed in all of it. Can you kind of take us back and bring us forward so everybody can kind of already have an idea of where you're at when you start discussing your actual passion? Well, um, my story starts out in 2013 when I was in a car accident. I was rear-ended at a high speed. Three people were killed. I had a long recovery. I had 15 surgeries. Wow. And that was sort of the catalyst that changed my life. I was going to nursing school in the evenings and um, I was very motivated to finish nursing school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the recovery was not easy. Many of those surgeries were orthopedic surgeries, but in May of 2005, I graduated with a degree in nursing from the University of Charleston. Congratulations. Yes. So that was sort of the beginning of my journey. Um, so how my passion came to be was, you know, I was recovering. I was also in an abusive marriage. And I met a young man named Jeffrey Magisha, who was an orphan in Uganda. Mm -hmm. How Through did you meet him? Well, uh, a friend of mine had adopted his brother mm -hmm. and brought him to the United States in Minneapolis, Minnesota. His brother's name is Ivan. Mm -hmm. And Jeffrey and I had started a friendship, you know, over the internet. I knew who I was talking to. <laughs> That's why I say that. I knew who I was talking to. So um, we started a friendship. And through that friendship, you know, he was an orphan. He had lost his parents. You know, I was, I was living in, um, you know, a pretty bad situation. Uh, I had, I, I was recovering from the surgery. I was in an abusive marriage. Uh, a couple of years after that, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. So he and I, we forged a connection and a friendship at a time when we both really needed someone. Mm -hmm. And through that friendship, I decided that I was going to put him through school. Okay. So when he was finished, I told him the only thing that I asked of him was to pay it forward in some way to someone else. One act of kindness towards another person. Mm -hmm. What he did actually exceeded my expectations because what he did was he actually started a charitable foundation in Kampala, Uganda, which is the capital city of Uganda mm -hmm. called Amica Foundation Africa. And it helps young people who are coming out of orphanages obtain job skills. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So that's how my passion started. Mm -hmm. What fueled my passion was in 2000. 18, my marriage had become very, uh, you know, uh, it, it escalated. And on Mother's Day, May 13th, 2018, I had packed a little bag in my, put it in my closet, the foot of my bed. And that evening, you know, I'm just in my pajamas and I'm, and I'm laying in bed. And my then husband came in the room and I knew I was in trouble. I knew that if I did not run, if I did not leave right then, 
what was going to be was not good. So Mm -hmm. I grabbed the suitcase and I ran for my life. I had nowhere to go. My parents, my family, those around me had pretty much pushed me out of their life. I'm not sure why. I, maybe they didn't believe me. Um, I guess that's something we will all have to ask, you know, that they would have to say. But I didn't have any place to go. Mm-hmm. I was just running. I just knew I had to run. So I pulled over. I was crying. I was a mess. And I said, who was the one person who had never lied to me? Who was the one person that was always there for me? And the answer to that was Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. I was in Charleston, West Virginia, and he was in Kapala, Uganda, which is about 7,000 miles difference. So what could he do for me? Well, I pulled over and I told him what happened. And he said, Martha, go to my brother, go to my brother in Minneapolis. We will find the money. We will get you on a plane. You have done so much for me. We have done, you have done so much for my country. I will, we will keep you safe, my brother. So mm-hmm. uh, I stayed with a friend for a few days and we did, we got the money together. I actually filed for divorce before I left the state of West Virginia, because I knew it was not safe to mm-hmm. return, which I have not returned to the state of West Virginia. So uh, three days later, I was on a plane to Minneapolis, Minnesota. I write about this in, in both of my books, Lead With Your Heart and Enjoy the Journey. When I got on that plane in Charleston, West Virginia and headed to Minneapolis, it was like I was free. Mm-hmm. You don't realize sometimes how toxic your life has become until you leave it. Mm-hmm. So when I got to Minneapolis, I stayed four months with Jeffrey's brother, Ivan. I got a divorce. I got myself together. And that's when the passion to help the children, especially the orphanage that Ivan and Jeffrey grew up in, because these two young men had saved my life. They grew up in an orphanage called Malamu Children's Village in Kampala, Uganda. So that's when my passion grew. These young men had saved my life when everyone else had pushed me away. So after that, after I got myself together, I moved to Las Vegas, Nevada. And that's when my journey began. So that's where I write about it in my book, Enjoy the Journey. You know, when you live a life held down by circumstances, sometimes we forget to truly live. Mm-hmm. we forget who we are because people are telling us who we are and people are telling us what we're going to do and, mm-hmm. and they're telling us what we can and can't do. So that's when I decided that I was going to save some money and I was going to go on, a, on, I was, I made like a, what you would call, I say, I guess a bucket list. Mm-hmm. And um, I wrote down all the places and things that I ever wanted to do because I was held down by the circumstances and I had forgotten to live. And I went there. Uh, I went to New York City, I went to uh, Milan, Italy, I went to Paris, France, I went to the Middle East, I went to Dubai, and with the end of my journey being Uganda, because I wanted to wrap my arms around Jeffrey, Mm -hmm. thank him for what he had done for me. I get it. I came from a domestic violence background myself, so I completely understand where you're coming from in all accounts. And it's like they kind of slowly take away who you are as a person. So when you can find somebody to help you like Jeffrey did for you, 
you know, that's something that's invaluable and can never get paid back. I mean, what you gave to him, he turned around and he used to help the orphanage. Meanwhile, he used also the heart that you used to help him to, for him to help you. So that's, yeah. you know, kind of that you're, what we talked about the triumph over tragedy. You know, you've had a lot go on. You've had a lot of circumstances go on in your life. So with all of that, you mentioned that you also had a couple of books out. Yes, I wrote about this um, in two books. The first one is Lead With Your Heart. Mm -hmm. And it talks about how the relationship between Jeffrey and I had formed and what we had done together in the formation of the charitable organization in Uganda. Mm -hmm. That one ends when I leave Minnesota. So mm -hmm. uh, enjoy the journey. I also pick up uh, you know, and do a little review in case you haven't read Lead With Your Heart. <laughs> And, um, but it focuses on uh, basically, you know, what I went through to, you know, um, I say it's, it was sort of like a journey of self-discovery. Mm -hmm. And um, that one ends in Las Vegas. So I have a third one that uh, will be coming out probably spring of 2022. Mm -hmm. And that one is about, um, the work that we're doing in Uganda and also about being a nurse during the pandemic, because after I went on this journey and I returned back to Las Vegas, uh, thus then COVID-19 came. And as a nurse, you, you do what you do and you lace up your shoes and you go to work mm -hmm. and you help people. Mm -hmm. So let's go back just a little bit. Um, so for when you went to Uganda, what was that like? Well, kind of seeing, you know, seeing what you invested in. Well, you know, I, I was going to meet people that, that uh, I had in a, um, indirectly changed their lives. Uh, so, you know, at the, at MQ Foundation um, Africa. So, you know, what was it like? Well, you know, I had traveled to different places in the world, but it, this was emotional. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's completely different. You know, I had been living in Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas and East Africa, much different. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I've much been to both, yes. Total opposite, you know. So um, I, in my book, Enjoy the Journey, I talk about the people that I had met along the way and how they have become like my family. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I got to do some interesting things in that journey. I... Um, as I said, I got to meet the people's lives that I had changed indirectly, but I also got to, uh, not on purpose, uh, swim in the Nile River, the source of the Nile, because Jeffrey fell in it. <laughs> and then we had to say, whoops, we kept telling him, don't go near the water that far. No, no, next day we hear splash, and then there's Jeffrey going down the Nile. He has a cell and there's phone. There's some not good stuff in the Nile. <laughs> no, and he has a cell phone. We look down and he's holding his cell phone up out of the water. Priorities. Like, the cell phone, you know, <laughs> gave us all a heart attack. So, you know, I got to um, tour the, um, the palace of a king, King mm -hmm. Edward Mutiza II. He was the first president of Uganda and mm -hmm. a king. Um, so uh, there's a story behind that and uh, about the people that I met at different stops along the way. But, you know, seeing Jeffrey when I got off the plane in a TB International Airport after 
all of these things that we had done for each other, it was very emotional. Yeah, I mean, in essence, you gave him his life and in essence, he saved yours. So, exactly. and you didn't do it because of that. You did it because of your heart. And so sure. your heart has helped others and you investing into his heart, you know, his heart also helped others in return with the foundation. Sure. So you've got a legacy going that you didn't even intend. Sure. I had no idea when I helped this, this young man, how far this would go. So, you know, um, that was, it was very emotional, very emotional. Mm -hmm. So where are you now? Cause we, we've gone back. So now where are you right now? Well, right now I am in Los Angeles and, um, so what the plan is for the future is that um, we have, uh, I have Mother Martha Family Foundation. Uh, which is what? Which is an organization that helps children, especially in Uganda. Mm -hmm. Although the pandemic has made it a bit shaky, of course, because you know the economic status of the world has become a bit shaky. We did uh, purchase, we have uh, purchased some land. Uh, we are, in the future, hopefully in 2022, going to build a medical center. Nice. Near the orphanage. And I am going to help trade nurses. Very cool. That yeah. is awesome. So that is the plan. Um, along the way, I met a gentleman and it was something that I had never planned, <laughs> something I had never looked for. But um, now he's in the picture. He is a Ugandan man. And um, he is a prince in the Buganda kingdom, which mm -hmm. is the uh, kingdom of, of Uganda. Mm -hmm. Well, very cool. It sounds like lots of good things are heading up, you know, in your direction. So when do you plan on going back to Uganda? Well, you know, we have been planning to go back. I have uh, my um, auntie that is on the East Coast that helps me. So um, we have been planning to go back for quite a while, but because of restrictions and those things um, that has kept us grounded. Mm -hmm. So we are hoping that um, what we're go our goal is, is February, February of 2022. That is our okay. goal. Because okay. we, we don't want to start building a building and, uh, you know, not be, be there to see it, to see what's going on. Um, and also my auntie wants to spend time with her sponsored children. Of course, I always want to spend time with Jeffrey. So um, lots of interesting things going on in the future. Very cool. So from people who want to find out more about you online, how do they find you? Um, well, my Facebook page uh martha hoy and um our website is mother martha family foundation.org okay and what's on the website um we're gonna start putting up you know pictures of what we're doing because i think when people see the progress when people see the changes mm -hmm. you know for me when i got to uganda and i you know you people can tell you and they can show you pictures and this uh but when you see it with your own eyes the impact that you've made it, it uh, it's different. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start putting up pictures of what we're doing there and um, and some of the children as well. Very cool. 
Well, awesome. Um, okay, we have a little bit of time left. Is there anything you'd like to add? If there was one gold nugget or one little thing you want somebody to walk away from this podcast with, what would that be? That no matter what happens to you, you know, we are, we all go through adversity. No one, irregardless of title, money, status, what have you, we all go through adversities, but it's not what happens to you. It's about who you become. Mm -hmm. What do you do with it? You know, when I was in the hospital and I was recovering from the car accident, I had a mentor who was very wise. She came to me and she said, Martha, I see this going one of two ways. Either you are going to lay here and be the victim, and this is all you're ever going to do, or you're going to get up and you're going to make something of this. What are you going to do with this? So what she did was she looked at me and she said, I'm going to send you a book. And then she walked out because she was not, uh, <laughs> she was much different. Everybody else is like, what can I do for you? What, you know, not Sylvia. She was like, what are you going to do with this? Right. Mm -hmm. And um, what she sent me was a book by Dr. Victor Frankel. It's called Man's Search for Meaning. And he was a gentleman who uh, survived one of the worst concentration camps of World War II. And he wrote about his experiences. And mm -hmm. what he says in this book is not only, because not only did this man survive, he thrived afterwards, which is amazing because he lived in something that we all would consider probably the, you know, the worst thing that could happen. So what I learned from that book was really made me choose a different path because I thought, you know, if this gentleman can go through all of those things and still come out, not only surviving, but thriving. So it doesn't matter what happens to you. It's about who you become. What do you choose to do with it? Mm -hmm. Do you choose to play the victim? And do you choose to just sit there and say, oh my, look what happened to me. What's going on with me? Or do you do something with it? What can you turn it into? How can you use it to help people? So that's why I wrote the books because I thought not only can we help people in Uganda, but with the books, I can help people anywhere because maybe within what happened to me, people can relate somehow mm -hmm. and get a lesson out of it. Definitely. Well, thank you for coming on today, Martha. Um, and thank you for sharing your story. I know it wasn't easy. And I'm totally understand where you're coming from. Like I said, I was a domestic violence survivor, so myself, so I understand. Um, what I did was a portion of the proceeds from one of my series actually goes to the domestic violence shelter that took me in after I escaped. Okay. So I get it and I understand it. So I totally understand where you're coming from, where you get it. And we're not alone either. There are other people out there who need to hear that message. And our stories can help other people to maybe give them the strength to say, you know what, I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway. Sure. And stories like yours, where you not only survived, but you also thrived and you're helping people everywhere across the globe, literally, you know, that's something that, that you can't replace. That's something that cannot be taken back from you and no one can take it away from you. So your heart makes you who you are. And so I appreciate you giving your heart to the world and allowing the world to benefit from it. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And for those who want to find out more about Martha, there are two places you can go. You can go to Facebook under Martha Hoy, 
or you can go to the website, which is mothermarthafamilyfoundation.org. I'm going to attempt to spell this for those who are listening. So M-O-T-H-E-R-M-A-R-T-H-A-F-A-M-I-L-Y-F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N.org. So again, thank you for coming on today, Martha. We appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And thank you guys for listening to The Journey is Real, where we talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. I'm CJ Peterson of cjpetersonwrites.com. Until next time.